Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, celebrating Thanksgiving at the appropriate time, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Um, not sure what you're talking about appropriate time. You confused Canadians and you're uh, convinced that... So, uh, blip, 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 blip. Yeah, so I'll learn how to talk tied. one of these days. Yes, you confuse Canadians, convinced that uh, Thanksgiving comes before Halloween when it clearly comes after. You know, I've I've had this conversation many times with my American list, uh, friends and, and colleagues, and the thing is, like, you start throwing Thanksgiving too close to the end of, this, of November, you're pretty much in Christmas territory. Like Christmas, growing up, I'd watch I'd watch movies and stuff that are obviously very Hollywood versions of, of of things. And to me, Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, and Christmas were just like one big holiday. It was like six weeks of colored lights and turkeys and everything. That's how I grew up imagining Thanksgiving through to Christmas. That's not well, that's not correct, right? Well, the way you Canadians do it, Thanksgiving is part of Halloween, which but is no, it's just not. It's just weird. A, it's yes, weekend. it is. It's even closer to Halloween than American Thanksgiving is to Christmas. That so, is true. The math you know, checks out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I guess. I guess. You know what? You're right. We both have it wrong. We should celebrate Thanksgiving in September. Ooh, I like it. I like it. And then a lot of people would just complain it's too close to Labor Day, but like. It's not like anyone wears white to Thanksgiving dinner anyways, so we're all good. Uh, that tangent is brought to you by, I don't know, my headache. Uh, Thanksgiving is this weekend. Not that I've had any turkey yet. I'm not bitter. Uh, but but what I do want to talk about, Eddie, is the fact that Extra Life is coming up at the end of October, which is close to Halloween, yes. but far enough away from th- both Thanksgivings that we can agree on that at least. And I mean, I'm excited. We're going to be doing our first live episode. Is that not yes, exciting? Well, it is. Yeah, it's going to be you a get, lot of fun. Get, yep. You get to hear all my tongue fumbles and stuff in live and in person. Well, yeah. Not in person, but live as they happen. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And we got our first donation between uh, this week and last week. So we will have. I haven't reached out to uh, Whirlwind yet, but he has donated, and I'm looking forward to asking him if he wants to be on the show. I hope he does, because he's actually right there in the Discord now, talking about Warp Staffs and, and Shadow Dragons, so he's a he's a big Fire Emblem fan, and if you two want to join in on the live Summoner's Call episode, you can go to bit.ly slash TGIExtralife2018, donate, and mention Faye or Summoner's Call in your donation message. And yeah, we're going to probably talk about it for a couple more weeks. October 27th is right around the corner, but uh, also right around the corner are future summonings. And we've got a pretty good list of banners going on this week. And I'm curious to hear how we've made out in terms of the legendary banner, which is no longer active, just ended earlier today. And there's some Uh, other stuff going on. Yeah, yesterday. Um... But yeah, I'm curious. There's some other banners here. I mean, they're all kind of repeats except for like the ploy skills and the and the bound hero battle and and there's the voting gauntlet as well. But I'm curious, like legendary banners over. How did you do, Eddie? Ah, uh, well, it was a hard fight for Tiki. Um, I 
I ended up buying some more. It's one of my goals of trying to minimize how much I'm spending. I did uh, only buy a few orbs. Uh, and Micaiah seemed to think that her bird was a dragon. Because, you know, I was hunting for dragons and I kept getting Micaiah's. Mm. Uh, but uh, last minute, uh, you know, like half an hour before the banner ended, I hopped back in a little bit more and managed to get her. Um, and like I said, I had gotten some orbs. And so um, I actually went ahead and hopped back into the Musefell banner afterwards. Uh, which is still going on for another couple weeks. And I actually got extremely lucky there, getting both Legyarn and Helbindi fairly quickly. Uh, currently have around 30 to 40 orbs that are that I'm building up to start the special banner that'll be happening here in a couple weeks. Yeah, or I guess later this week. Right around the corner. Four days away, if my math is correct. <laughs> Uh, yeah. How about you? Did you just get that Micaiah that you spoke of last week? Yeah, or... I, can't, I can't remember if it was a Micaiah last week or there was a or, or Spring Catcher. You definitely got some kind of. Okay. Yeah, I think we definitely both got a pity got... break. Mm, yeah, I yeah. never had a Spring Catcher, so it was kind of like a uh, you know, not it wasn't legendary Tiki which I was going for, and I've been hearing a lot on Reddit and the Discord and on other podcasts that legendary Tiki it's. She's she's the one. This is the best legendary banner ever. You have to pull on it. Uh, you don't have to, but you should, or at least find a find a a method that makes sense. So for me, I was like, okay, I, I haven't gotten a legendary hero in a while. Let's go for legendary Tiki. She seems all right. And I and I did get one after maybe like fifty orbs or so, kind of you know pecking away at it. As I built up twenty orbs, I'd go in, and I ended up also netting a, a Carla and a Makaya. Uh, on the same ring at the end there as I was uh, finishing out the, the ring after getting Legendary Tiki. And I just... I Nice. Three three five stars in one ring? Yeah. Not not too shabby. I was pretty happy with that, although I, I already had them, so I just merged them with existing units. Yeah, this is like your second Carla from the banner, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, I think I got a Carla like, right when she first launched. Um, well, also, didn't you say you got one last week while... Uh, trying to get Tiki? I don't think so. I think I just got Spring Catria last, but now I'm now now that you mentioned, it, I think I did get a red, but I don't know if it was Carla. Now I can't remember. I don't think it was Carla. I think it might have okay. been. Okay, well else. then you put the wrong info in the notes last week. Oh, well then I mean if it was in I, the notes, I pulled last... up the notes from last week, <laughs> oh, okay. which is why I was fairly certain you had said you had gotten a Carla because it says you you did get a Spring Catria and. A Carla when finishing out that Oh, ring. then maybe maybe I'm mistaken and the Carla was from last week and it was just the Micaiah this week. But I could be wrong. Honestly, like my brain okay. does not work when it comes to summonings. I uh and because I merged them, I have no way of like just sorting by obtained and being like, Oh, cheat cheat, I yeah. summon these. So but but I, the point is I did get a legendary tiki, she's tearing it up as I level her, and I she's pretty great. That uh built in distant counter works wonders when you're training her because i just park her and people come to write to her and she takes care of them all <laughs> it's been fantastic <laughs> so far yeah um, built-in disc encounter weapons are very nice when you're leveling yeah. characters up especially if they can take the hits yeah oh so. man she's really good i i've actually been using her a lot in in the voting gauntlet as i go through although i feel bad for poor hector because i completely forgot about him and now that we discuss it now, I, I I don't even know where we're at now. I've completely forgot to check in on 
uh, what's her beak? I think it's Liliana and, and Morgan left. Yep. Um, I went with Morgan from the start. So. Oh, look at you. Uh, yep. She uh, won handily against her dad. Uh, Nina was a bit more iffy. Um, she uh, essentially Morgan had a bonus with two hours or an hour remaining on the count on the timer, which meant that there would be one more hour. Um, had the bonus at that time, so there was a chance Nina could have gotten the bonus in that last hour and pulled out a win with the way it yo-yos, especially at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But that did not happen. Morgan won first two rounds, and now she's going up against Lelina. Yeah. So I don't have a Lelina to kind of throw around. Actually, I didn't really have any any heroes level up that I was using, except for but, Hector. But yeah, I haven't even been working with my Morgan yet. I've been, you know, because you need to do each color. So I've been so bad about getting in every half an hour or often enough that I haven't even completed all of the battle with a this color unit every time yeah i i think i'm sitting on like 900 flags right now and i'm i'm probably probably not gonna max them out because tomorrow i'll be i'll be busy all day but i i mean i still dig the voting gauntlet i think it's it's a nice distraction but i feel bad i think i've missed out on some free orbs because i completely spaced on getting that fifth battle in not hard to do to just jump in and do five of them in a in a two-day period but Surprisingly, yep. it slipped my mind a lot th- these last uh, couple days. Yep. But yeah. Anyways, well, uh, any anything aside, else? Keep aside you busy? from that, uh, yeah. Aside from that, we have the illusory dungeon still going on till October twelfth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all, uh, of course, have had a new blessed gardens and tactic drill this week. Uh, we once got again got another new rival domains. Um, I'm thinking next week might be the second relay defense, but it might. St- yet another rival domains we'll find out next week uh we got the voting gauntlet going until the seventh um the bound hero battle of ishtar and reinhardt and their banner is running until the 13th right and i hear the the bound hero battle ishtar reinhardt pretty simple pretty easy people have been rocking through it that's what they've been saying in discord um whether I would find it as easy or not um i'm not as good at min maxing as uh some of our discord fellows are but i plan to try and hop in if i don't forget about it our discord friends are are much more tactical than we are and and uh oh yeah they they they've been burning through it uh as for upcoming events starting before well october 13th we're kind of short on a calendar here right like we basically got three heroes quest starting on the 8th uh, special summoning heroes, uh, special, sorry, special hero summoning plus login bonus starting on the 10th, as well as a special orb promo on the 10th of October. Outside of that, we have no clue. Uh, we're, we're heading yep. into the uh, dark We zone. don't have the new calendar for October, November up yet. Uh, and so we know what's going on till about halfway through the week. Uh, hopefully we'll get a new calendar, if not before this one ends as this one ends Mm -hmm. uh but as for the special heroes we should get the teaser picture tomorrow night i believe and then the video monday night unless they decide to put it out early with like if they're going to do the um update on the 8th uh which i believe is monday they might put the teaser out tonight and the video out tomorrow night before the update hits or when the update hits but 
You could even call it a Thanksgiving miracle. You could if it was, you know, a month and a half later than it is now and actually Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, how about this for a Thanksgiving miracle? We have details on the next version patch, 2.10. Exciting, right? Uh, well, depends on your definition of exciting. It's nice to have the details, but, um, you know, this one's mostly quality of life. So no big fancy flashy stuff but it's nice to see them still working on updating things uh but overall it's kind of mess since it's you know mostly just uh here's some things to help you out or to make things a little easier on people who have older devices you know yeah it, it's uh you're right quality it still life. looks cool but it is you know nothing fancy it's just quality of life yeah which is a good thing to see them working on yeah we're we're bound to get we're bound to get these these updates every now and then i and i think the big update is coming in in the near future like 3.0 will be will be here at some point in the next coming months uh but what is in this patch that that is kind of being added uh early october so probably next week in time with the new banner right uh, yep, uh, one of the first things, um, this one is actually one of the few things in this banner that's not actually quality of life. Uh, this one is more of a um, uh, challenge update for people. Uh, they're going to be adding Abyssal difficulty for the first set of Grand Hero Battles that were added, um, which would be Navarre, Michaelis, Ursula, Xander, Lloyd, Narcian, and Female Robin. So that uh, rotation of uh, Grand Hero Battles will be will beginning in Abyssal Difficulty, uh, where you will earn a golden accessory when you clear them. Hmm. Um, as well as probably some other prizes as well. Maybe just the accessory. I don't know for sure. Um, Are these personally, difficulties something you're interested in? Well, yes and no. There's a part of me that would like to try and get all the accessories that I can get. Uh, but at this point, I have yet to even do the current difficulties. Um, keep meaning to try and get a guide and do those, and I should probably do it before January for the quests. Uh, but they're, they're there, and if you've already completed all the current dailies for those, or all the current quests and maps for those seven, you'll be getting a new map where you can earn a golden accessory. Wow. Sounds like fun. What, um, what about you, Ryan? You're going to be hopping into those abyssal difficulties? Probably not. I, <laughs> I'm not I, like these are Phoenix Master type things where I like look at a guide and figure out how to beat it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not really tactical. Uh, and and I mean like normal hard. I could probably work my way through it. Abysmal. That's not something I'm going to you know fumble my way through. That uh, it yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't done the, you know, I some of them I might not even have done the hard version, and some of them I haven't even done the Infernal, which is the current highest difficulty. But I've seen nothing wrong if you're not the able to work it out in your head of going and using Phoenix Master's guides or someone else's guides. Like I said, I intend to do that and figure out what heroes I have that can either match his thing, his suggestions, or come close or you know and run through that i just keep yeah. forgetting to do it 
Yeah, I'll, I'll eventually I get around to it. I was just poking through my quests and I saw, oh, 125 more days before this uh, expires. I, I better pencil her into my calendar and figure out a way to, to, to wrap those up. Uh, so it, yeah, I know there are people out there that are, that will be excited by this new challenging edition. So I, I think kudos to those folks who are, who are excited for this. I'm not, I'm not going to poo poo it. I just think that it's just not for me. Uh, what's also not for me is this light, uh, data version that they're going to be offering. So basically long story short, the game is around 1.5 gigs now. And by reducing the visual, the visuals and the sound quality, they will be able to bring the game down by up to 75%, so around 400 megabytes. And you can switch as you see fit, you know. So uh, if if you're running low on space, you can do this. Uh, 1.5 gigs is sometimes the size of just one game. Uh, so if you really need the space, great. This is an option for you. If you're on an older phone, I could see maybe this being very handy. Yeah, if you, if you have an uh, older phone or tablet, this is probably going to be very useful for you. Or if, like you said, you are tight on space. But my tablet, uh, I got at the beginning of this year and got plenty of space right now. So I'm good. I think for older phones, like older iPhones without without expandable memory, any phone without an expandable memory... Uh, you could you could see that being an issue. So the fact that they're offering this kind of shows that they're looking at the game long term because I'm sure the space required for the game has ballooned as it's continued to be updated. So oh, yeah. the fact that they're offering this is good. I mean, they're adding new heroes every uh, you know three two to three weeks. So it's you know you got to add art, voice, all that for each of those heroes. I mean, you often have a 50 meg add-on every, you know, 7 to 50 meg add-on every so often. And the big updates that they do once a month are going to be a nice chunk of space. And then even on top of that, after you have that chunk of space, there's usually a 20 meg add-on as well that they download through the game itself. So, yeah, it, it's ballooning and will keep ballooning probably and maybe they'll eventually find a way to shrink it and keep the quality but this is a way if you need it you can get the lesser quality version mm -hmm. yeah no it's good that they're offering it uh as always we've got new weapon refinements any yep. characters here jump out at you um Interesting that Long Q is getting one. Um, I believe his uh, new weapon, um, I'd have to double check, but I believe his new weapon matches his character name, uh, the Solitary Blade, and he is Long Q's Solitary Blade. So, um, And then Tana and Ennis are getting refinements for uh, their weapons, because I think they both already have exclusive weapons. So Yeah. Well, I mean... If you're a fan of Longku, Tana, or Innis, now's your chance. Are you are you excited by these characters? I don't think they've come up a lot on the show, so I have them. I don't use them that often. I mean, I have my four or five groups that I pick, or, or four or five characters, or not really that. I guess three or four groups, and then most of the other time it's leveling someone up. And um, since forging bonds, I use other groups to work on hero merit with those characters. Just, mm -hmm. you know, so 
Nice. Well, we don't have details on their weapons, right? Uh, no, the pre update previews, like usual, just tells you what weapons are getting updated and stuff like that, but do not give you the actual details. I was trying to pull up the exact wording, but yeah, you never know the details until they actually give you the weapons, which was always something a little weird about it, but that's what they opt to do. So. I mean, it makes it makes sense. Gives us a surprise. Uh, but but the final update for two point ten is uh, favorite marking or naming your favorite marks, which uh, is exciting. I think because as you noted here, it gives us a chance to actually be able to sort our heroes and remember why we added them into a specific category. Uh, yep. So that's exciting. Yeah. Like um, recently, I was going through my. Uh four star heroes and you know one thing i like to do every so often when i'm clearing out my barracks is i will try and keep the best um ivs on those four star heroes so when i upgrade them they have a better iv set um you know preferable ivs and i started realizing you know i should actually mark these with different um favorite marks so that i know Hey, this guy's already got a perfect IV. You can just, uh, you know, turn everyone else into a book. Or that's this not, one has a, a bad idea. good choice IV, so you can maybe look for one who has a comparable IV or otherwise turn them into books. Keep this guy over the others. You know? That's a really good idea. I think that's so. um, it's a lot more useful than what they've used in the sample, which I think is also pretty telling when they, when they tweeted... Uh, or when the Fire Emblem News channel had tweeted this portion of the update and that they were using the eight different marks were uh, the different platforms that Fire Emblem has come out on. And one of those categories was Switch. <laughs> and people are like, oh, I wonder when we're going to get some Switch characters, right? Uh, probably, Obviously soon. but Probably June of next year when the game finally comes out. Yeah, because June, as most people don't really realize is still spring so and nintendo will use every day it can to release that game in spring i'm, I'm hoping it's sooner than june um but yeah just technically june i think or maybe it's may that's the end of spring but i'm hoping that it'll be out sooner than that but seeing as we got no hint of it from the last direct makes me start to worry that it's going to be later in the spring cycle than earlier yeah well so. we'll have to wait and see uh but what is coming sooner than you think eddie is the next summoner's focus do we want to detail what options people will have in our lovely straw poll uh, yeah we pulled discord and we got uh four suggestions through there we got soleil shiro subaki everyone's favorite qr fodder i believe that's quick repost uh the mention in discord didn't specify and everyone's favorite pineapple, Takumi. Uh, so the straw mm -hmm. poll is up. I'll be posting it in Discord later tonight. And it'll be in the sh show notes. Uh, so make sure you hop in and get your votes in. We will certainly be encouraging folks to do that. Awesome stuff. Yep. So now Which brings us we move on. to Game Club. Yep, move on to Game Club. And I, I before we start, I have to uh, give an admission. I... I'm an American citizen, but I also swear loyalty to another nation, the procrastination. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I procrastinated on playing it. I just, uh, most of the time it was, uh, when I was playing my 3DS, I was uh, grinding up the Echoes characters, overclassing everyone uh, to go deal with that final dungeon, and just didn't have a strong desire to do it. Uh at my work, I usually have plenty of downtime and was expecting to have enough downtime on Thursday and Friday to get through the chapters. And then things went crazy at my work. So I only got through chapter six. Right. Which is fine because I also subscribe to that nation. And funny enough, I just kind of like lost track of time. And usually I play on my lunches and uh, just just lost track of time but i did manage to get through through chapter eight and we'll we'll be discussing up through chapter eight and then we'll make up some time so uh, for next time yep uh we're adding we are still adding new chapters for those who completed everything but we're going to be adding fewer than uh we originally planned um only trimming it by one or two uh but this way when we catch up you know there's still some there uh, we were already expecting to have to start shortening them because, as I recall, uh, the chapters in Fire Emblem can get quite lengthy the further on into the game you get. Uh, but There's only 24 of them, too, so we don't want to yep. rush through this. Uh, so in the first chapter, Chapter 6, you start out inside the Castle of Aurelis, uh, where the Macedon general instructs his the thieves he has with him to steal all the items in the castle and his men to start getting ready to uh, for his retreat. Uh, but to kill Marth, or, you know, work on killing Marth, or the other army that's invading, or chasing them out, however you want to phrase it. I'll learn how to speak one of these days, I promise. Uh, you work your way through, after you defeat him, uh, Nina shows up, and, uh, you know, admits that as the Princess of Arcania... Uh, or Arcania, however you want to pronounce that one. Um, she has failed in the protection of the country. Uh, crushed them before they could stop it. And she gives Marth the Fire Emblem as a sign that the rulers of Arcania believe him capable of saving the world. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, moving into the chapters, I had played the Arcanean League, which is what they're known as now Marth and his, his plucky band, follow the middle road south, bound for Arcanea Palace, a perilous route, for it took them right into Lefkandith Valley and the Jaws of Trouble. On the battlefield, we come across Princess Minerva and three familiar Pegasus Knights. You may have recognized them. Uh, but once the Wyvern Princess is forced to retreat, as do the Pegasus Knights. So they don't stick around long for now. Well, if you uh, killed them in this chapter, you wouldn't be able to recruit them later. That's actually not true. They actually just—I uh, did kill Minerva, and she just she just retreated. So, okay. uh, actually, I don't know about the Pegasus Knights. That could be uh, different. Well, I, I think was I read some more joking because I do know who they are, even though I haven't gotten there yet. And you know, they show up in Echoes, so clearly they survived. <laughs> oh, is Echo Echoes is a sequel to this one then? Yes, Echoes is. A different continent, but sort of a sequel. It takes place after this game and before New Mystery of the Emblem. Hmm. Um, when we get there, I'll point out another character who shows up in Echoes that confirms that it is definitely after this one. Okay. Well, I look forward to that. 
Uh, the next chapter, chapter eight, the league has reached Canaan soil. So Marth gave them leave to recuperate in Port Warren, which is basically a, just like a, a harbor town. But the rest doesn't last long. The enemy approaches, forcing our heroes to make a an escape to the east. Dun dun dun. So Eddie, what are your thoughts on the story? This is just, these these are some three setup chapters, but the fact that they give us the fire emblem. That's got to mean something, right? Like that's got to that's got to that's got to push the forest story it's forward. Kind of interesting to see that they give the fire emblem so early on in this one, whereas most mm-hmm. of the other games you're either uh, working on completing it or just getting it through most of the game. Um, you know, I mean, it is the eponymous item of the series, so it makes sense that you would want it in there. I just didn't realize it shows up so early, and that apparently it is a, it unlocks chests. Oh, I don't know. I haven't used it yet. I... Yeah. Um. Essentially, uh, when Nina gives it to you, it she says it will allow you to lo- unlock any chests in the kingdom. Maybe there are special chests that you unlock to give you powerful weapons with it. But it's like, so the fire emblem's a key. <laughs> Maybe I guess Maybe. I don't know. I it just kind of sits in your inventory and it's grayed out because you can't you can't use it at that moment. But you're right. Like the fact that they give it to you early on, and they don't really explain the significance of it. Just that it is like it's this holy item. Blah blah blah. Take it. Save the world. Kind of yeah. thing. But uh, in the in the two chapters following, it's basically ignored. You know, it's it's in your yeah. inventory, but it's not it's not brought up uh, in those two chapters and. Yeah, I, I think I think definitely. Obviously, if we had played two eleven, we might have seen some more forward momentum. But these three chapters, it's it's still just them. The, well, the two chapters after six are just them progressing further towards their ultimate goal. Um, but yeah, the enemies are right behind us, and and you feel it, you know, in these chapters. Yeah, which also goes to show the kind of funny conceit of the Fire Emblem games. And something that actually is kind of being addressed to a small degree in the um, Switch version is that, mm-hmm. you know, because in the Switch version, you actually see yourself with an army. And all these, you talk of being an army, but it's only ever 10 to 15 guys knocking down a couple, you know, 20 to 40 or more guys that are coming at them. It's like a small group of the whole hero complex thing that many video games tend to have running around where a single or a small group of guys does what entire armies can't manage to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting, it it was, it was a good three chapters. They were fun maps too. Like the last map chapter eight was really interesting because you start at the, at the bottom part of the map. And this is actually where you, you get your only main slash automatic at additions to your team, Caesar and, uh, and rad uh who i i don't know if they're actually good heroes but um they do appear and they and they get added to your team uh i picked up rickard in chapter six but he was the only one available there yes rickard comes in chapter now he is uh it's i'm blanking on rickard what is he again he's a thief uh you can talk talk to him with um the thief you picked up in chapter three i can't think of his name right this second or Julian. Marth, yes. If you talk to him with yeah. either Julian or Marth, he will join your team. Um, 
And Rickard's actually one of two. So now you have both thieves that are in the game. So you okay. just got to keep that in mind. Um, don't don't let them die because <laughs> you only get two. Well, I've got uh, the fire emblem. I can open any uh, chest I want. Oh, true. Well, that's a good point. Um, but no, I, I, I really dug chapter eight. It, it felt like the first one that was very strategic and that you start at the bottom of the map and there are two funnels of enemies sort of separated by mountain ranges mm-hmm. and actually these maps these three maps they were the first ones where you actually start to feel the pain of reinforcements especially chapter seven because i got down there and once i took out minerva there were these four forts that would just constantly pump out cavaliers and some of those cavaliers would have rider's bane so they would be Ooh. taking out the, yeah <laughs> just brutal yeah um i mean Reinforcements are useful if you can manage them well, but yeah, mm-hmm. they can be a pain if you can't manage them or are low on resources. I mean, because if you can manage them well, it's a great way to get some of your lower XP characters a bit of bonus XP. Because they're predictable, right? You know where they're spawning. You know they're you spawning. Kinda... You know they're going to keep coming. Uh, maybe if you pay enough attention, you can even uh, predict which... Uh, turns they'll start they'll be popping up you know so you can yeah. manage them they can be probably very useful but they can also like you said you know if you're using riders to deal with them and some of them start popping up with riders main that can put you in a precarious spot pretty quickly yeah it was a it was a fun map. That one, and you're right, once I started to micromanage on the seventh map with some of those uh, cavaliers popping up, I was able to kind of corner some of those forts and start farming a bit. Uh, but I did, uh, chapter eight was a little different. I wanted to kind of speed through it because chapter eight had cavaliers, both you know mounted lance units and mounted archers, as well as the armored units. So I was just trying to get out of there as soon as possible. And, and basically in that map, you're you're you you have to get to the eastern castle but you have to pass by these two sort of funnels of units so you have to strategically kind of clear them out enough that you can get past and get some stronger units to the castle to seize it um but also micromanaging those those reinforcements that are going to pop in uh in chapter seven you recruit bantu which is a a mankeet unit um although if you didn't find a firestone previous in the game which I did not. I don't have it in my inventory. Maybe someone's holding on to it, but you can't use him. He's he's basically there only to recruit a future character and have that conversation with someone. Did you pick up a Firestone earlier in the game? Yeah, it was um one of the villages. If you took Marth up there before the thieves got to it, um, I think it was Chapter Five. The village up there. This guy found a red shiny stone, and it turned out to be a Firestone. So. So if I killed that thief, do I get the Firestone? Um, unfortunately, I believe thieves um, or villages, unlike chests, don't actually give the item. The thief just shows up and destroys the village, and the person you would have talked to that gave you the Firestone doesn't show up or was killed, and the, the guy didn't collect the Firestone. So if you didn't, like me, hmm. uh, try to beeline Marth straight to that village... Or someone straight to that village to visit it, or at least prevent the thief from destroying it. 
You may have lost the Firestone. I definitely lost the Firestone then. I don't think I got it, so that's unfortunate. Yeah, I, I was having extra trouble with that map because I was trying to beeline Marth straight up to that village so he could get whatever was in there. And when I got there, it turned out to be a Firestone, which no one in my army could use at the time. So great. I have a so, unit I will not be able to use. Our main keeps powerful. Well, have you checked the um, shop during your prep screen? Oh, no. I guess I could check the... I, sh I should check yeah, the shop. Because, I mean, even if... Even with that Firestone, it has limited uses like every other weapon, so... Maybe he's considered sure you... a power unit, so they, they only give you the 30 charges in the Firestone? Maybe. I don't know. Don't know. Well, we will but... find out. I will live vicariously through you when you pick up Bantu in Chapter 7. <laughs> uh, chapter 8 is just uh, you pick up an armored unit, Roger, talking to him by, by having Sita kind of pop over there. And the conversation oh, okay. is... is really stupid she basically says okay. like you you look like someone who who loves someone like oh let's talk about love like you have a girl th this and that like she's basically like sita i thought you were marth's you know i thought you were marth's significant other and you're kind of you're kind of hitting on the enemy units here it's a little first of all like you're kind of misleading this poor guy because then he goes you can actually have him go talk to marth after and and he'll say like oh, i i've I joined your team because i ran into this lovely girl and she said she said she liked me, and I think I'm in love. And Martha's just like, uh, what is happening right now? <laughs> so it was a fun okay. interaction, but I don't I don't think I'll be using him if he's going to be encroaching on Marth's territory like that. Yeah. So speaking of those recruitable characters, did you miss any of them? No, I mean, I didn't miss any of them. I, I As I was doing research for this, for this segment... Um, do we want to note that we're missing recruitable characters because we're not doing, we're not losing characters enough to recruit people? Like, is that something we want to talk about? Because I think there um, was one. Yeah, Chapter 6X. After you complete Chapter 6, if you have fewer than 15 characters, this is your first side chapter you can go to. And in there, I believe you would recruit Athena. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, not, I don't count those as missing them because they're only recruitable if you're playing very poorly or yeah. very recklessly or purposely I mean, yeah because i mean we have like 25 26 characters by the start of chapter six if you recruit rickard you gotta kill like 12 13 characters uh if you haven't lost anyone in previous chapters to be able to even get that chat that map yeah so well, then none of us are playing that way. I'd be curious if anybody in the Discord or the community is actually playing in a way that they are looking to recruit these side characters. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I asked about, and so far, um, everyone who uh, responded has not lost any units. Uh, they didn't uh, specify if they, like me, will reset when they lose someone, or they just have been skilled enough to uh, keep an eye on who could come at them and not put them in in rough places. Um, the other question I asked about was if any of the thieves in Chapter 6 had escaped. Mm. Um, Void Cronus had uh, at least one or two of the thieves sneak out on him. Uh, but Whirlwind uh, had a genius move to use the Warp Staff to send someone over to cut them off, and he didn't lose anyone. Um, I personally uh, had the two horse archers that you get in Chapter 5 with me. Because uh, they were some of my lower characters, and I tend to send my lower characters to try and get them XP, and I was able to 
uh, maneuver things so that when that uh, thief up in the corner tried to sneak in, grab that one out of that corner and bolt out, uh, he was able to run up and chase him down and kill him before he escaped. Yeah. So I uh, I thought the 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 warp staff was brilliant, and I I didn't use it. I I let some of those thieves go. I tried to chase them down with with one of my uh, horse archers, but couldn't quite catch up. And I think one, if not two, escaped. It might have just been the one, but I don't know what he was carrying. Yeah, so. that that one up there is really tough to get at because he can, you know, he's right there at the exit where they escaped from. He pretty much has to, like, by turn three, he's gotten the item. Turn four, he's halfway gone. Turn five, he's right at the exit. So if you don't get to him by turn five, turn four, pretty much, because he on his own has about the distance that a horse archer can get, it seems. Yeah. So, yeah, if you don't get to him right away by turn five, you've lost him pretty much. Yeah, well, they uh, they they did escape, and we pour one out for whatever the the heck they stole and were carrying. Yeah, but I, I uh, did find that once you get up there to that thief that slipped out, it seems the other thieves try to go out the same way. Yeah, and uh, they don't so attack. They were right? easy they just to move? stop. Um, I think I did have one of them attack at one point when they were blocked off and couldn't go anywhere. Oh, well, that makes sense. Uh, but I did have one character that was standing on a chest the thief was trying to rob, and he didn't attack the guy. He just ran up to him. Hmm. So, okay, you want to die that easily? That works for me. They're like lemmings, Eddie. If yep. you block them, then they then they realize that they have to fight. But if there's an if they'll take the but path. I, but I blocked that one. The only one that actually fought me, he was blocked from his escape. Oh, so. Well. Yeah, maybe they're not lemmings. Maybe that's a terrible and, analogy. But and I think I had, and I think at that point I had my um, uh, armored uh, drag sitting up there, and it's like tink tink. How cute! Very cute. <laughs> uh, speaking of cute and cuddly, where are we headed next in Shadow Dragon? Uh, like I said, we're gonna do a little shorter than originally planned and go through chapter fourteen. It's only three new chapters if you uh, are caught up. If you're doing uh, your since... homework, unlike us. Yep. Since both of us are a bit behind, it gives us a bit of a chance to uh, catch up. If we find these chapters are still feeling pretty short, we might uh, push it up to four or five chapters for uh, the following session. But as of right now, we're going to go through chapter 14 and see where we are at that point. Cool. Well, I look forward to it. But what I'm also excited about is Halloween. Uh, Thanksgiving debates yes. aside, Halloween is a true holiday that we can get behind as North American citizens. Halloween heroes coming up soon. We're just going to assume they're Halloween well, heroes, we right? We think they're coming up soon. We don't know for sure exactly what the uh, October or the 10th heroes are, but we suspect they're Halloween. But even if this October 10th group is not Halloween characters... Uh, we wanted to ask, what games do you, what games and themes do you think they will be from? They will be. Mm-hmm. Um, I sorry? well, I was just gonna say that I'm. I think they went pretty traditional last year. Like they did the Frankenstein. They did the, you know, um, actually the Frankenstein ones that only one are. Oh, they did the witch. You know, 
I would yep. kind of like them to Witch go. Nally, yep. Uh, yep. Frankenstein Jacob or Monster Jacob, Nekomata, Sakura, and oh, who was last? Henry, Vampire Henry. Yeah, so very traditional. I, I mean, I would like to see, like, if you're looking to expand upon the traditional, you could do a zombie. You could do a werewolf would be a good one. Uh, I guess they did the, the cat lady one, so maybe that's the, that's a close sort of animal transformation one that they've already done. But, yeah, I, I think that would be cool. Yeah, um, you know, I'm always up for another Lissa, so I'd love to see some Awakening characters again, maybe. Um, I was thinking maybe Lissa could be a zombie because uh, she's normally a healer, so it would be kind of a little twist there. Uh, but, you know, um, for, like, if they opt to do two uh, banners this year, I'm expecting it'll be Awakening and a Secondary or a non-Awakening or Fates um, game. And the other one will be Fates in a non-Awakening or Fates game, like they did with the Summer Banners this year. Uh, so I was thinking for a second character from Awakening, maybe do Owain as like a Monster Hunter or something. Or maybe bring in Muriel as a witch. Although that one might be a bit too on the nose considering her outfit in Awakening. So mm -hmm. um, people would get confused if she's a Halloween character or just the normal character. Yeah. I would like to, um, I, I was trying to kind of think of something outside of the traditional, you know, I was thinking maybe like a robot costume, but then I thought like, ah, they've always played close to their chest in terms of like not going too far outside the the realm of Fire Emblem, you know? So what if maybe they had characters cosplaying as other Fire Emblem characters? It, it would be I'd, so fun. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on what games and characters they would cosplay as or from. Um, I mean, we already got uh, Lucina cosplaying as Marth. True, yes. Several times, <laughs> in fact. I, I wonder... Yeah, well, actually, that's a really good point. I never even thought about that. So they already have this in the game, so it's not a far stretch. Who like, And they have Roy dressing up as, as Ellie Wood and, and all that fun stuff. Um, and I say cosplaying, but she was trying to hide her identity. She was pretending but, to be Marth, but yeah. Yeah. I think like looking at similar heroes and kind of crossing, you know, crossing the streams a bit and maybe you could do, you could do like a, I don't know. I didn't think that far ahead, but, but looking at maybe, maybe the Asker heroes dressing up as, as some of their favorite heroes that they've encountered. So, you know, you could have, uh, Sharina dressed up as Azura or something, um, mm -hmm you know, keep it, keep it Lance and move it across like that. I, I don't know. I think it would be really cool. There's probably a lot of pairings that intelligent systems could come up with that would be fun and, and on the nose. But uh, yeah, that's kind of where my thoughts go with the Halloween stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I was, my thoughts stayed more traditional. I was thinking for the second game in the summer banners, we had the, um, uh, sacred stones in the, uh, marth games the shadow dragon characters uh maybe we get finally get some echoes uh seasonal characters maybe like uh valvar some kind of death knight big dark black armor type thing uh you know like a zombie armored dude or uh i chose clive but it really could be any of any mounted unit as a headless horseman or horsewoman 
I know it's highly unlikely that we would have uh, those exact characters, especially since there's no way they're going to have three men on the banner. But yeah. Oh well, it's Halloween. They'll definitely have they'll definitely have women on the banner. <laughs> like it's uh, yep. It's 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 intelligent systems. You know, I would be super surprised if they ever did a a no female banner. That that would be crazy. Um, especially as a seasonal banner. Yeah, they. I mean, it, it's it sucks that it's so predictable, but it's we know it to be true. So like, we might as well yep. not not uh, try to avoid it. But we we won't we won't take long. As we mentioned previously in in the episode, we're thinking teaser tomorrow night trailer at some point the day after. So um, could be teaser tonight. Teaser tonight. Yes, that's what you had said. So by the time you listen to this episode, we might already have an idea, and Reddit would have broken it down, and then Reddit also would have photoshopped Riss to be every character in the teaser so look forward to that uh i know the discord is so eddie i I think that's gonna do it for this episode do you have any like words to go out on words of wisdom to go out on before we wrap things up say say no more that look in your eyes says it all you're a fighter Mm. just one day at a time folks you can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show, fay at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord over at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at rmurphy. Eddie is at Dralfear. And don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. And happy Thanksgiving. Summoner's Call, episode 34. Happy Thanksgiving. Chords in three. Thanksgiving's not for another month. <laughs> I love podcasting with Americans. Three, two, one. Three, two, one.